Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. What's up, Wikimaniacs? We are here to talk to you before the show about Operation Olive Branch. Operation Olive Branch is a grassroots movement to help the families in Gaza escape and rebuild now that their lives and homes have been destroyed in this horrific ethnic cleansing. To help out, we decided to donate all of our Venmos for the next few months and possibly forever to support families affected by this genocide. So please send your donation to Sean's Venmo, which is at SeanSNTPOD. The link to that will be down below in the show notes. And for the countries who don't have Venmo, we will have a link to our PayPal donation page also in the show notes where you can send money as well as a personalized note that we will read out on the show. Even if you can only send $1, please send it because every little bit helps. Thank you, guys. What's up, Wikimaniacs? Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Trust me, I know. Most t-shirts are either way too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore, my guy, and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, you can get 25% off with the code reddit at trueclassic.com. Again, that's promo code reddit at trueclassic.com. What is up, Wikimaniacs? Support for this podcast starts with, well, you. You can do so by following us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Reddit on Wiki. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Reddit on Wiki and our TikTok at Reddit on WikiPod. You can find us wherever you find your podcast and make sure you go to Apple Podcast, Good Pods, and Podchaser and leave your boys a five-star rating. Tell us how much you love the show and make sure to tell your friends about us. If you want to support us financially, consider joining our Patreon. You can find us on patreon.com slash reddit on wiki. For one-time donations, consider contributing to our buy me a coffee page or rock our merch. You can find all our links on redditonwiki.com. Morbidology is a weekly true crime podcast hosted by me, Emily G. Thompson, author of Unsolved Child Murders, Unsolved Murders, Cults Uncovered, and Mysteries Uncovered. 911 emergency. My son shot my husband. I need an ambulance. He's bleeding. Each week on Morbidology, I uncover a new true crime case using investigative research combined with source audio. I just snatched it from her. My side took it and it's like, I just hit her with it. Morbidology is a victim-focused podcast that mostly covers cases that aren't widely documented in mainstream media. I also like to take an in-depth look at any systemic failures which had a part to play in the crime. Do you know why you're here? For a home invasion gone terribly wrong. Listen to Morbidology across all podcast platforms. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Reddit on Wiki. Just want to say congratulations. You have made it all the way to episode nine with us and we have yet to be canceled. For those of you who don't know who I am, I am one of your hosts and I do have a confession to make. I secretly ate Whataburger over the weekend and I was not completely disgusted, but I'm still team in and out gang all day. It is I, your boy, John, and I am joined today with my amazing co-host. First up, his voice alone brings all the boys to the yard, and we're surprised he hasn't been dumped by his girlfriend for all the sus readings we make him do. He is also the host of the Let's Start a Cold podcast. It is Josh Shell. What is up, my guy? Hey, not much, man. Not much. My girlfriend is in the room again for this recording, so so don't make me read anything else, Sean. <laughs> Do not worry, Sean is not hosting today, so I think we're safe. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and rounding up the three amigos, he famously doesn't write any scripts for this show because he doesn't want to make us look bad. And legend has it that he's the man that CM Punk borrowed the best in the world nickname from. He is a Houston, Texas legend, none other than Sean Silvino. What's happening, bro? Not too much, my guy. Just chilling. Riding the high of uh, you finally seeing the the wave that is Whataburger. Uh, it's nice to be here. We're all on the same page for once. And uh, yeah, let's just get it rolling before you say some things that you can't take back. <laughs> no, say them. No, full, full disclosure, we tried recording before this and we had a huge five minute discussion. But luckily, Josh's internet went to shit. So let's just take that out of the audio altogether. I have dial up internet. <laughs> Josh's dial-up internet saved the future of this podcast because yes. I was about to quit. Sean <laughs> was ready to quit. <laughs> all right, so if you haven't heard what Reddit on Wiki is all about, I don't think I need to explain what the show is because, quite frankly, we don't get it either. But if you've been around for the past nine episodes, then you know what the fucking vibes is. But before we get started, we have some few housekeeping announcements. You guys ready for some shout-outs real quick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think we lost Josh again. <laughs> Josh straight up not on here. I was like, man, he's really quiet right now. He's really quiet right now. Holy crap. Holy shit. Let me just. We're back, baby. Oh, my. Josh. Hey, what I miss? Holy, Holy shit. <laughs> okay, so what's the last thing you heard? Uh, we made the mo- dial-up internet joke. That was a while ago. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so we received the review on Podchaser from Canadian Spirit, and it reads as this, quote, If indie podcasts had supergroups, Reddit on Wiki would be one of them. Their instant chemistry as hosts and ability to play off one another is a goddamn gift to podcasting. We can, we can learn a lot from Josh, John, and Sean, end quote. Wow, that's so nice. Such a Canadian, Canadian thing to say. Gotta love it. And I think that... That review would have been so perfect for your superhero themed one. Oh, that's true. Damn it. Just you really fucked that it. one up. <laughs> I'm adding it into mine. I'm cutting your voice. I'm <laughs> putting it into the beginning of mine. <laughs> and just a few more items before we get started with this episode. Just want to say thank you for everyone that's been engaging with us and sharing our episodes on Twitter. To the rest of the Wikimaniacs, we just want to announce as well that we have an easier way for you to reach us on social media or all our episodes, you can check us out on redditonwiki.com. You can actually leave us a review on the site, have all our info, uh, transcripts, if you want to read us, and it's not correct, but it's okay. All the works, and we just want to make the experience seamless for you all. But uh, I also want to say thank you to a couple people who not only read us reviews, but also left us interactions on Twitter. I just want to take the time to say thank you to some of our loyal Wikimaniacs. Huge shout out to Lewis at Greyweed. 
Aaron from I Had to Say It, Dustin from Sandman Stories, Lindsay from New Old Crime, at It's Selly Okay, Dr. Jules from Riddle Me That, Jade, Ben at Kinky Stuff, and Sir Red at Red Anatomy. And speaking of Jade, Sean, I'm going to need you <laughs> to read a tweet that we got from her. Oh, easy peasy. I'm Filipino. This should be easy to do, right? <laughs> I speak Tagalog all the time. We've been learning right, together, here we go. Sean. I know. I've been teaching you, actually. That's what it was, yes. All right. <laughs> here we go. Perfect Tagalog coming in three, two, one. Okay lang. Po ba kayo? Bakit niyo po Gina Janito? My girlfriend's nayo? Bakit po kayo gayan? Kidding. I love this skit, the voice drama and everything. I, I, if you want to revoke my Filipino-ness, that's quite all right. I accept it. Again, Gina Janato. Don't know that one. Ginagawa? Ginaganito? Ginaganito? Gina Ganito. Oh, it sounds like you're saying Bienvenido, bro. Gianito. He's Italian. Oh, my God, friends, Oh, yeah. Lord. Chef's I kiss. It. It's I beautiful. It. I'm born and raised in Texas, baby. <laughs> Any special shout outs that you guys want to do, boys, before we get started? I mean, I get just like, like, I think you covered it, but just another thank you from me as well. Just thank you guys for always interacting with us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, wherever you do it. Uh, we appreciate all of it. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for not canceling me. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of our episode. Just to be anti, whatever you guys are, I'm going to say, I hate the reviews. Stop it. Please. Wow. I hate the, I hate the, <laughs> the interaction. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so this is Josh's last episode. We're looking for a new host. Maybe Jay. Yeah, preferably a Canadian because we need we need our demographic. A white Canadian. Oh God. <laughs> There's so many of us. We'll hit up we'll hit up that becoming Filipino guy. We'll be a perfect fit. Yes. So now that's all out of the way. Today I will be telling you the story of the Donner Party. John, Josh, any idea or any hypothesis what the Donner Party is or who they are? I know something with eating people. Yes. I'm actually sort of on the money with this one, I feel like. <laughs> I Unlike feel all the other episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Sean's nailed it with that. Yeah. He sure did. Eating people. That's, that's what I know, too. Right. That's right. the extent of my knowledge, though. That's that's pretty spot on. I think that's the most clickbaity description that we can think of right now. Did you learn that from your your girlfriend or fiance? Did she teach you about that one? Because she's into the true crime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's she's threatened me if you don't do this or that, and we're gonna donner party it up. And I was like, oh shit! You better watch your back. We'll watch your back for you in the webcam. We'll see if that. I'm mostly doing this podcast as just uh, just for evidence. Should the inevitable happen, you know what I mean. <laughs> Hey, at least at least you have a huge community to cover your case, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Please, please. <laughs> Ready to do it. Let's get started with this episode, shall we? Sounds good. Oh, yeah. So according to Wikipedia, the Donner Party, sometimes called the Donner-Reed Party, was a group of American pioneers who migrated to California in a wagon train from the Midwest, delayed by a multitude of mishaps. They spent the winter of 1846 to 1847 snowbound in the Sierra Nevada mountain range. Some of the migrants resorted to, John got it right, to cannibalism to survive, mm. eating the bodies of those who had succumbed to starvation, sickness, and extreme cold. 
Donner Party departed Missouri on the Oregon Trail in the spring of 1846, behind many other pioneer families who were attempting to make the same overland trip. The journey west usually took between four and six months, but the Donner Party was slowed after electing to follow a new route called the Hastings Cutoff, which bypassed established trails and instead crossed the Rocky Mountains Wasatch Range and the Great Salt Lake Desert in present-day Utah. The desolate and rugged terrain and the difficulties they later encountered while traveling along the Humboldt River in present-day Nevada resulted in the loss of many cattle and wagons and division soon formed within the group. By early November, the migrants had reached the Sierra Nevada but became trapped by an early heavy snowfall near Truckee Lake high in the mountains. Their food supplies ran dangerously low and in mid-December, some of the group set out on foot to obtain help. Rescuers from California attempted to reach the migrants but the first relief party did not arrive until the middle of February 1847, almost four months after the wagon train became trapped. Of the 87 members of the party, 48 survived the ordeal, and historians have described the episode as one of the most fascinating tragedies in California history and in the entire record of American westward migration. Wow. Mm. I mean, I, 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 as you read it, I, I do recall a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, kudos to them for trying to cross the Oregon Trail. That was not easy. <laughs> My ancestors were way too scared to do it so, so that's why we're over here <laughs> fucking canada <laughs> they're like we'll go north instead of of west it's not necessarily a bad place so eh, hopefully it's colder so and shitty internet apparently yeah, very shitty <laughs> <laughs> where's that referendum the whole, time, that. <laughs> the whole time you were reading i was like man there has to be some kind of like journaled oregon trail erotic fan fiction out there there's there's God. there's gotta be a way are you looking for it right now no it's not my episode i don't want to steamroll but just in future reference ready, ready to park this wagon yeah day 46 all i'm craving is sausage there's gotta be there's gotta be something oh my i just God. know uh, wikimaniacs if you find it feel free to dm josh He'll read it out loud to his girlfriend. It'll be great. <laughs> or if you can't find it, write it yourself. And then yes. send <laughs> it to us. We should have a competition. Love to see the initiative. See who can write the best fanfic in our audience. <laughs> I like that. Or out of us, even. Truly, <laughs> truly terrifying. I don't want fanfiction about us. Oh, no, not, not about us. <laughs> oh, yeah, not, not about, about us. us. Please don't. Oh. <laughs> Please don't. I'd immediately quit the show if that ever happened. Please, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Talking about cookies and shit. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. There's enough clips of us saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> it would be easy to pull content. Like, I- <laughs> We're giving too oh, many. Sean content. baked a dozen cookies anxiously awaiting the arrival of John and Josh. I feel like you thought about this already. It all just comes to my head, my guy. It's easy to do. That's all he thinks in. <laughs> That's just how the cookie crumbles. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, boy. All right. Let's keep going with the story before we start. No, let's not do that. Crying. Okay, so (laughs) crying, yes. (laughs) So who are the Donner Party? So according to History.com, the group was led by Jacob and George Donner in the spring of 1846. Like mentioned earlier, the group of almost 90 wanted to make their way to California to get in and out, of course. But (laughs) instead of trusting a route that works, they decided to take a risk with a new route that's supposedly shorter, but of course... It didn't go that way. Otherwise, we wouldn't have heard about this story. Mm. So let me tell you now, we all have GPS handy dandy to us. And my dumbass is still trying to come up with routes to like how, how to get places faster. Like, I don't know if you guys ever done this, but every time there's a GPS, like you, you play, try to beat the time as an mm. extreme sport. Do you guys ever oh, do yeah. that? Definitely. 
Yeah. You think oh. I can only get there in 30 minutes, you fool? <laughs> I'll get there in 25. <laughs> Risking hundreds of dollars in speeding tickets just to get there five minutes earlier. It's that's sad. True. Like, that's the... That's the most excitement I have in my life nowadays, which is not cool. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do we not excite you oh enough, my. John? <laughs> yes. Might write some fan fiction about it. Oh, I was speeding, <laughs> weaving left and right. Oh, God. I grip my steering wheel faster, harder. I look over, <laughs> Dominic Toretto staring me eye to eye. We're family now, John. <laughs> off his brow. <laughs> he holds me close, face to face. We're family now. <laughs> it's oh, too God. easy, guys. It's too oh, easy. Oh, my Jesus. God. Oh, God. Anyways, the daughter party got this supposed route from some dude named Lansford Hastings, which I find super ironic that his name was has haste in it, but it was anything but haste. That's it true. took them forever. That's some dumbfounded uh, irony. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Hastings ventured ahead of the crew. He left all the fucking Donner party. And the group eventually arrived at the head of, I don't know if it's Weber or Weber. So let's go with Weber. Weber Canyon or Weber Canyon somewhere in present day Utah. And there, good old Hastings left a note stuck in a little stick for a Donner party to see. The note pretty much indicated, and this is not a quote, but pretty much was like, ah, shit. It was at this moment that they knew they fucked up. You're telling me that's not a quote? Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a quote, but I want to say he said it. Nice. Hastings overestimated the actual difficulty of the route that they took. I don't know if any of you are gamers out here, but have you guys ever played Dark Souls by any chance? No. Nah, I heard it was too hard. Your boy likes easy peasy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Into Mario Kart. Yeah. (laughs) I'm talking Madden Madden on rookie mode. Oh, no, this shit is hard, bro. Like, I played it for, like, one hour, and I gave up because I was so frustrated. (laughs) And it caused me a lot of sleepless nights because I'm like, fuck this game. And you already don't sleep. And I really don't sleep, yeah. So, anyways, keep it going. Hastings suggested that the group should make camp and wait for him to scout the road ahead. And when he did that, eight days passed and nothing. Hastings is still out and about, so the party sent a messenger to find him. Only for Hastings to then tell the messenger to relay to the group that, yeah, fam, maybe we should have took the other route. That was official. (laughs) We fucked up. Fucking Hastings. Yes, pretty much. There was some trouble brewing. You know, spending more than a week using up supplies was trouble enough as it is. But if the, the, the group decided to go back home and where they originated in Fort Bridger, not only would all they lose the progress that they made, but it might cause a fortune to restock and not to mention the mental fatigue that it caused, caused them to pretty much say like, fuck, we got to go back. So the party made an executive decision as a group to keep soldiering on. The new route that they decided to take this time around is even more difficult than the previous one with so many barriers already. Wow. Mm. Double down. It it is a double down (laughs) and it's just a series of unfortunate events. Okay, let's keep it going. So legendsofamerica.com has it that the group made it past the Wasatch Mountains around August of that year. The group was struggling both physically and mentally, which I don't blame them at all. A member of the group passed away because of exhaustion and supplies were starting to run low. The party was already pissed as it is that Hastings pretty much screwed them over. And now they're starting to slowly turn on each other. Again, another gaming reference. Anyone here plays Red Dead Redemption? Oh, yeah. Fucking love that game. 
Perfect. <laughs> so you could relate. This is like Dutch, John Marston, and Arthur Morgan gang. Nice. Pretty much. And I don't want to be spoilers, but if you keep progressing towards the game, shit goes down. <laughs> <laughs> do they eat each other? Yes. Oh, they don't do that. Oh. <laughs> sure. Oh. In the fanfic I wrote, they do. My God. <laughs> we need you to read that later on. <laughs> Josh, I feel like you're taking up, like, taking in some of our personalities now. You start making puns. Now you're all into fan fiction. Yeah, I don't have a are personality, so I build it off of other people. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we corrupting you? <laughs> yes. Oh, As the no. older ones in the group here, you're corrupting oh, me. Okay. God. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> oh, my God. You can rent a car for cheap now. You're old like us. That's true. Okay, so Hastings laid out another plan that they would get to the Great Salt Lake Desert that it would only take two days. But at this point, I don't know why I should trust fucking Hastings. This guy is just messing yeah. it all up for them. And to I want to see what his, off, what oh, his resume was prior to this. Like, how did they entrust this guy? He seems know. to just did, keep fucking up. Yeah, he... They have, like, Craig's, Craigslist back then or <laughs> notice boards. He ran tours oh, yeah, in I a lo- local park. <laughs> So he did say that it would take about two days to get to this new path to the Great Salt Lake Desert. But he failed to factor in that the sand was much more difficult to navigate, especially with wagons all around. Classic. This is a whole clusterfuck already. (laughs) Smart. Wagons started to break. Some livestock ran away because they freaked out. Water supply pretty much became non-existent because it was in a desert. It took them five days to trek the desert. And everyone is just pretty much defeated at that point. I'm confused. Does the Salt Lake Desert not have any lakes? There's, yeah, there's definitely a lake, but mostly desert. I mostly would, desert. I would probably at this point, yeah. Wow, get some Great Lakes over there, guys. Jeez, Great Lakes is in Michigan and, and <laughs> not Ontario. Pretty much Canada. Michigan's yeah. pretty much Canada. It, it's north than a lot of Canada. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the group was starting to become really desperate. And they decided to send some of their younger members to go ahead and venture fort to Sutter's Fort, California, to make a supply run. The group kept traveling for another two weeks, and they finally managed to be part of the trail that Hastings originally mapped out. So it took them all that time for them to get to the original spot that they're supposed to be in. But because of how long it took, the tension starting to be sky high. And as they make their way through Nevada, that's when shit started to go down watch kevin hart oh shit it's about to go down but there was an incident that happened where two members got tangled with their wagons so they're pretty much riding next to each other the wagons got tangled but one of the dudes kept whipping the fuck out of the ox that was driving the the wagon james reed one of the quote-unquote leaders of the group and this is not a quote i just, I just made this up he pretty much was like hey yo y'all need to you need to chill the fuck out with this this wagon, man. You're beating the shit out of it. <laughs> you chill. It's not right. And the other homeboy, he was not having it. He was tired. He was exhausted. He was probably hungry. He was pissed off. So he kept smacking the, the ox. He just kept beating it up. So homeboy Reed here got pissed. Didn't even think about it. Grabbed the knife and he stabbed the dude in the stomach and killed him. Oh, God. Jesus. That seems like a bit of a re- overreaction. I mean, that is Slightly, animal. Yeah. It's an animal cruelty. I'll give him that. But like... Just yep. take the whip from him. <laughs> True. And and there, and there was kind of like conflicting sources how the, the exact killing happened. 
But different sources stated that James Reed shot him. Others were stabbed. I saw more stabbing more prominently. But for the sake, I'm going with the stabbing because, like you said, it it seems like more of a a crime of passion more than a crime of impulse. You know what I mean? Right. It's more personal. It sounded very personal. So, and, and the group was livid. He was, they were pissed. They were like, dude, there should never have been a stabbing of any sorts. Like, that's just fucked up. You know, everyone is exhausted, hungry, delusional, and they just couldn't have any murderer sitting on a group, pretty much. That's fair. So they lobbied. They lobbied. They, they, they went on a meeting. They huddled up. They had a choice. They, they, they were like, should we execute him? But, oh, shit. <laughs> but ultimately, you know, cooler heads kind of prevailed. They ultimately decided that he's banished and he would just have to fend for himself. So they kicked him out of the group. Before it gets any juicier, boys, you know we have some bills to pay, so we'll be right back after a few words from sponsors. Nice. I can finally get better internet. (laughs) (laughs) What is up, Wikimaniacs? Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there's something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. My personal favorite is the sweet chili chicken sandwich with DIY ranch and garlic broccoli. It's so good, and it's on the table in less than 20 minutes. So if you want fun and affordable meals, go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Welcome back to Reddit on Wiki, and we're just going to jump right along after that cliffhanger of a murderous plot. But you know, there's a saying, right? When it rains, it pours. Oh, I thought you were going to say what happens in Nevada stays in Nevada. (laughs) Oh, I mean, they they couldn't stay or else they died. That's that's fair. that That just pertains to Las Vegas. I don't know about any other parts of Nevada. No, no, it's the entire state. Because I'll tell you what, if I did shit in Reno, it ain't going to stay in Reno. That's fair. Yes. But, you know, like all their luck starting to kind of compound, like it's starting to build up. So their cattle became all their pretty much majority of their cattle became really exhausted from the trip. More people began to die because of exhaustion. And what does life do to make them feel better? Not a damn thing, because this party was then ambushed by Paiute Ugh. Indians that oh, resulted no. in the death of 21 of their oxen. Payback, bitch. Yeah, I, I, don't, blame, I don't blame the Native Americans one bit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's uh, free for all at that point, boys. And you lost. <laughs> a lot of ox that died. Yeah. But they had, they kind of had some sort of a good luck. Life threw somewhat of a bone towards them. And one of the young men that they sent, uh, they sent ahead to California actually made their way back to the group with mules, beef, flour, guides that could actually help them. Hey, and nice. they, were bearing that they had a good news that the last stretch that they have will be kind of difficult. But once they clear it, then it should just be easy sailing from there. So hope starting to come back to them. They're just like, all right, cool. Like, we just got to get this over this hurdle. And then we'll be good to go. That's also, wild that the, the cannibalism happens after all of that. <laughs> they got all the meat supplies 
last leg of the stretch, but then they're like, fuck it, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll see you'll see when it happens. They're like, we're tired of this regular food. I want to try something exotic. Like exactly. Like Dave over there. He looks juicy. <laughs> Motherfucking Hastings looking pretty good right now. Looking like a snack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'd make a good Whataburger. <laughs> there you go, Josh. Oh, oh my gosh. That would be a terrible patty melt. But yeah, also, I don't want to let this kind of go unsaid because we were talking about, in a way, payback that the Native Indians did that. Where the young man went to get supplies, it was in Fort Sutter, California, which uh, I believe is modern day Sacramento right now. And I don't Mm. want to just gloss over the fact that, you know, there's a lot of indigenous people that suffered many injustices. They were being stripped away from their land, being forced to slavery and other inhumane acts kind of sad but i think that's a topic i highly suggest people should look into to learn more about that but for the sake of our continuation i'll (laughs) keep on going but i just want to acknowledge that there's dark history and pain behind that i don't think anyone no no group should ever suffer you know but and they're still i just don't want to they're still suffering it's not over it's a lot of injustice happening to this day Super fucked up. I don't think there's enough people aware about it. I was just going to say, you ever heard of residential schools? Because those are a big thing in uh, Canada anyway right now. What is that? Oh, they were basically religious schools that would kidnap Native American children and take them away from their families and force them to uh, learn English and forget their Native culture and language and abused and killed Many, many of them. So a lot of this is coming out right now. They just found a mass grave of one of the schools like six months ago. What? Something like that. Mass graves? Yeah, it's not is good. That the, is, is that the post with the bunch of shoes? Yes, actually it is. Yeah, that's a big thing in oh, Canada okay. right now. Yeah. Gosh. I think it happened in the States as well, but not to the degree it did in Canada, I think. Again, like I don't want to just, you know, like, spit out some random things that we I, I don't have much knowledge about it and I just highly suggest people to just kind of look into it and like what Sean said there's still a lot of injustices going on so if, if this is a perfect time to get educated in our non-educational crappy research show so that's kind of like a, <laughs> that's kind of a takeaway that we want to give you just l- look it up and please be educated by it and help people out just in case yeah I, I actually might mm. do residential school someday, so that might be a topic we'd get on. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Moving on. Speaking of natives, I've seen something interesting in a subreddit titled Today I Learned, and a user named Mort William pretty much took an account that the natives around the area, there was a, uh, the natives around the area that pretty much offered the Donner Party some food, but they would leave them deer carcass, bunnies, but for, for some reason, the party turned them away and even tried to shoot at the Washu tribe when they would come near. I guess. So, uh, yeah, okay, so if I'm putting myself in their shoes, they've been attacked by the native people and they're racist enough to not be able to tell the difference. So, so they're probably just shooting at any of them. Um, oh, yeah. Just assuming they're all the same. So, you know what? They probably deserve what comes to them by the sounds of it. Yeah, and then that's actually something that I put down. I was like, you know, if that's actually a true account, I I think it's karma biting them in the ass. Mm -hmm. And it still kind of just accentuates the fact that, you know, Native Americans were like looked down upon, even though 
they were giving you respect and they were giving you means to survive, you still turn them down. But again, devil's advocate, I do understand that they were jaded about the situation because they did get ambushed. So I think that's probably one way to kind of look at it too. Yeah. All right. To continue on, the bad luck kept going. (laughs) The bad luck did not stop for this group. And one of the de facto patriarchs of the group, George Donner, had an incident involving him cutting his hand so severe that it resulted the group to have to stay behind. The delay started a chain of events that had dire consequences. Like, because of this delay, this is probably when we're going to start getting into the eating part. I have so many questions. How do you cut your hand so bad you can't walk? That's my question. Or ride. That's a good question. You know, like you could get on an ox maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just like he couldn't function because he was losing blood. I don't know. Leave him behind at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But he was kind of like the leader of the group. So they probably felt like he needed to be there. I don't know. Doesn't seem like he's been doing Mm. a great job so far. So (laughs) nope. Yeah. Anybody leading this group at this point should not have any leadership uh, roles. Should be regulated (laughs) to everybody else, everybody for themselves at this point. Yeah. Classic, and classic I, Americans electing terrible leaders. <laughs> no, that's, my, God. that's my one. I get one an episode, guys. Come on. <laughs> you, you do. You get a free shot. And I did mention that there were dire consequences involved in this. Because he, they had to stay behind for, for a couple of days, snow began to fall, which hindered their movement as the group could not proceed any longer. The party had to create makeshift tents, cabins, you know, just to stay warm. Weeks passed. And a snowstorm was still coming down pretty hard. A rescue mission from those who made it to Fort Sutter became nearly impossible to do because of the severe weather conditions. And on Thanksgiving of that year, the party had to make the decision to slay their last (laughs) oxen in order to survive. They had their last Thanksgiving feast involving normal food. (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. Yep, let's do this. This is when it gets juicy and not in a... Well, it does get oh, juicy. God. No, you're right. Poor <laughs> choice of words, John. Poor Very choice of words. Poor choice of words. Food was becoming scarce. And efforts to hunt was unsuccessful. And the group had to make the drastic diet change, eating nothing but bones, bark, or whatever the hell they can find to survive. Whatever's on the floor, whatever's on the wasteland, they're just like, fuck it, I'm going to eat it. I want to survive. People were dying left and right, and whether it's from exhaustion, starvation, frozen to death, Donner Party had to resort to potentially the one thing they are most known for. Mm-hmm. John, would you like to say that for us? What were they known for the most? Cannibalism, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So the party who stayed alive ate the bodies of the group members that perished on the road. Oh, was well. Even- at least, at least, you know, they were dead already, you know. Yeah, but then, at least it, then the meat's going bad at that is point. It, you want fresh. Oh, God. <laughs> is, is that what it turns to? Or do they just eat the people that died naturally? Ah, there's more. <laughs> oh, no. The, the, there, were, there was even an instance, and this is when, <laughs> this is when the, Josh kind of gets it right. <laughs> there was even an instance, according to OnlineNevada.org, that Franklin Graves... Very ironic name. Nice. These names just write itself. Perfect name. As his dying wish told his daughters to eat his flesh to survive. Oh, God. 
That's got to be a couple of years of therapy for them. They survive. (laughs) So reluctantly, the daughters had to do had to do what they needed to do to survive. Their father could possibly be the reason for a potential extended life for them, even though the measure to attain that was so drastic. On the flip side of things, a member (laughs) committed another murder, killing two weaker party members so he can eat their remains. By himself? He needed... He needed to kill two people for just him? Yes. He's a hungry man, okay? (laughs) And ultimately, seven people on that party had been cannibalized for some of the party members to have a shot of surviving. Out of how many, sorry, at this point? I think 40, almost 50, I believe. Oh, God, so almost a fifth of them. (laughs) Jesus. Yes. So James Reed, who was banished by the group, formed a search party to get his family back that came in, uh, came in waves, pretty much. When the parties arrived to save them, they saw people who were described as pretty much walking skeletons, and the grisly scene of half-eaten bodies horrified the cavalry that tried to save them. They looking like some zombies? Yes, and there was, like, bodies half-eaten on the floor. Yo. I would not have tried to save them. I think I would have just been like, all right, put them out of their misery, guys. <laughs> Same. So, yeah, that was the story for my week about the Donner Party and how we should not trust shortcuts sometimes. But let's kind of discuss it a little bit, boys. Besides taking a risk on a new route, what else did you think that went wrong with that? Well, definitely no. refusing the help from the native population. Probably the. Yeah, uh, that's definitely. Yeah. No good. And like they had the rabbit, so they could have taken the rabbit foot for good luck, at least from the native people, you know? <laughs> I, th- I think at, I think at that at that point, they were like, you know, why eat rabbit when in about two weeks, I can just eat Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. Yeah, Fucking he, Jacob. The guy, the guy who killed two people has been planning it for weeks. <laughs> yeah, he was like, ah. I've been skipping out on rabbit and oxen for weeks. <laughs> it's time, baby. He's like, I can. The main event, the main dish. <laughs> He's like, I can. Josh, Josh is, Josh is going to get mad because this is a wrestling term or a wrestling person. But instead of Jake the Snake Roberts, the, that fool was Jake the Steak Roberts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that's good. Oh, my God. Yeah. What about, what about as far as Hastings? playing a role do you think back then and i know like we're, we're millennials i think we kind of live in a interesting time when you kind of didn't have gps because you have to print everything out and now everything is like guided on your yeah. cars mm-hmm. do you think you could have survived back then in that kind of ordeal oh hell no i don't think i could have survived too 50 pampered, years my guy. <laughs> i definitely wouldn't have survived 50 years ago <laughs> What are you, boy? I've always thought about, like, (laughs) what it it would be like to not use GPS and just, like, go to a gas station and get one of those map books and just fucking try and do it yourself. Yeah. And uh, I've never done it because that sounds insane to do. Yeah. You had me fucked up when you tell me, go north. I'm like, where that at? (laughs) (laughs) East? Where that is? (laughs) Which which I way? Know, I know left and right. <laughs> yes, that that's all I know. All right, last question for you boys: What would you have done differently to survive? Uh, obviously, besides cannibalism, what what would you have done different? 
Went to Canada with Josh's ancestors. <laughs> yeah, we could be brothers at this point. Taking no part. <laughs> yeah. Not join a group led by a guy named Hastings and another guy named Graves. Yeah. Yeah, a guy yes. named uh, Lance Slow Takes His Time. That's his last name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would have done differently. Like, it's hard to say because... The Oregon Trail sounded like it sucked for everyone that went across it. So I probably the video game doesn't help our point of view either. <laughs> I always I always died. I don't think I've ever won Oregon Trail. Yeah. So Me either. The odds are against you anyway. Pretty I would have uh, waited for them to build a train in Boston or something. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just like they sent out that dude to California by himself. Why not just uh fucking wait for him to get back to you? I don't know. Or volunteer to be that got, dude, he, and then you go ahead, and then never go back. You just stay. <laughs> you say, fuck it. You just <laughs> stay and hang out with the natives, man. Yeah. They got bunnies. They got everything. Yeah, the nice. True. The, the ones that didn't attack them. The ones that were giving them yes. food. Yeah, those ones sound. Not, assimilate who knows the, um, who assimilate knows the, with them the way uh, Romanoke did, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, that, You're asking something, Sean? Oh, I was just going to say, we don't know technically the timeline of if those natives attack them first or if mm. the 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 trail the people on the trail were shooting and disrespecting the rabbits <laughs> well you know that, saying? that's fair it is from like the white man's perspective so you never know it uh mm-hmm. definitely could be whitewashed as they say they they say a lot of history could be you know what i mean <laughs> well and also like they are encroaching on their land like they're moving west to develop and i'm sure they're not for that so (laughs) definitely they're not thrilled about that manifest destiny thing huh yeah yeah they're like hey we've been here for longer (laughs) what are you doing yeah they were like manifest this dick instead (laughs) get out of my land oh yeah what about you wikimaniacs what do you think about the donner party let us know your thoughts just again you can check out reddit on wiki.com and leave us a message leave us a review and all that we are john josh and sean and we are signing out remember if you saw something that kept you up at night you must have read it on wiki peace bye Bye. reddit on wiki.com reddit on wiki.com reddit on wiki.com reddit on wiki oh i thought we we're harmonizing uh, never follow a man named right. hasting <laughs> Make haste, go away. the largest collection of audiobooks and podcasts. The warm, beautiful summer is upon us, Sean, and you know what that means. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every week. But wait, there's more. Factor has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your summer wellness goals with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Wikimaniacs, head to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use Use code WIKI50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off of your next month. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show.